On a cold winter night in a dark alley, a young teenage girl gives birth to a Hispanic boy. Scared and confused, she does the only reasonable thing she can think of. She takes a dirty light green blanket from the trash bin she gave birth behind and covered her baby boy in it and placed him in a cardboard box and wrote a note from a receipt and a dull pencil. Please take care of my baby boy and give him a better life than the one I could provide for him. His name is Marcelo Garcia. God bless you. She places the box in front of a door. Pray someone answers, knock, then ran. The door opened by a tall tattooed man holding a cold modelo and a cigarette in between his lips. The man looked down and took a deep breath. He carried the box inside his house and placed him on the kitchen table. The man read the note and ran to the phone. He dialed the numbers 01965 and said, David, get your ass here fast. After the man hung up the phone, he read the note off of Marcelo's stomach. The man sighed and became very stressed out. He didn't call the police because he knew they would send the baby to a foster home. And the man lived in an old, grimy, and bug-infested foster home and didn't want the same for baby Marcelo. David knocks on the back door and enters the apartment. Julio, what's up? Why'd you sound scared? Someone left a fucking kid on my doorstep, dog. David checks on the baby and tells Julio he can help provide for him. But are you going to take care of him until he's grown or what? Most likely not, like this kid can take care of himself. I'm going to be a parent someday. Might as well start start now. Julio took care of Marcelo for 10 years, teaching him how to defend himself and in general to survive in the streets. Julio was fatally wounded in an altercation with some gangbangers and was unable to take care of Marcelo, who had to move into a foster home. The police arrested Julio when he finally recovered. Marcelo was scared and lonely as kids were intimidated by him. This changed when Marcelo entered middle school, however, as he started realizing there were other kids just like him. One of these kids was named Felipe, but everyone called him Pepe. Pepe and Marcelo became close friends since they both liked fighting and smoking weed. Marcelo made friends with two other kids, Joey and Luis. These four would do things like stealing bags of chips from the store, robbing other kids, and other bad things. But one day, Marcelo thought to himself that the four of them were brothers and wanted to make it official. So he told them they were going to make a click. They all agreed and decided the initiation would be that they had to take a beat down for 10 seconds each person by each person. Since Marcelo would be the leader, he went first. Over time, Marcelo's crew had expanded and turned more violent and also got involved in drug trafficking, armed robberies, and murder, all before Marcelo was a senior in high school. Due to the fact that Marcelo was a wanted felon, he moved to Mexico. He also went by a new identity. Many bounty hunters looked far and wide until one of them found Marcelo in a drug deal with one of the native cartels. Marcelo was selling 10 kilos of cocaine to the cartel, and the leader happened to be a close friend, but was unaware one of the goons was a rat. The rat tucked his mouth into his shirt, and a loud explosion followed. The shrapnel from the explosion hit Marcelo in the leg and upper chest, and he was unconscious for the rest of the action. But his lieutenant gave up his life to protect Marcelo. Unfortunately, though, the police came in, killing all of the narcos and Marcelo's goons. The police found Marcelo and took him to the hospital. Marcelo gained consciousness two years after the incident. FBI agents arrived and interrogated Marcelo, but he didn't tell them a thing. But because of this act, Marcelo was sentenced to the death penalty and sent to San Quentin to get sentenced. Marcelo entered the long, bright-lighted hallway entered a small cell with one small window with big heavy bars. Three months passed until Marcelo was sent to the electric chair. The warden ordered Marcelo to receive 210 volts and to be cremated. 
Marcelo seated in the cold chair, contemplating his poor life decisions, knowing he could have been a better person if he sur surrounded himself with positive people. This came to an end when he felt a quick shock all over his body.